Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Funky Farm Girl podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, and this is episode 72, Staying Rooted. So, welcome back, y'all. I want to start this episode by letting you know that I have been wrestling with some allergy issues this week. I even debated about whether or not to release a new episode this week because my voice is much different. Um, I'm congested and I'm sniffling and sneezing quite a lot. So please bear with me with this episode. I really, really wanted to get this out to you. So we will work through it and cross our fingers that there's no sneezing and sniffling to be recorded today. So this week I've been prepping in the garden for winter and getting ready to plant my garlic Thank goodness it is still warm here and I still have time to do that. If you are in an area where you've not had very many freezes yet, you still have time to plant garlic too. So find a spot that would be great um, to be occupied from now until about July and go ahead and get that garlic in the ground. It is not too late. You can also get your winter bulbs in the ground, your fall and winter bulbs for the springtime. Um, I also went and did a big old grocery haul yesterday. I'm seeing more and more spaces on the shelves when I go out shopping. Um, particularly concerning was the amount of spaces that I saw in Aldi and they have their own products y'all so if they're having trouble stocking their own stuff that's an issue. Um, I really, really highly recommend that if you haven't, you go back and listen to episode 71, Get Your House in Order. That will give you an action plan for um, coming up with three months food supply. It'll tell you what you need to get based on your family's needs and then how to go about getting that. And then you can also go to episode 65, um, Stock Up for Winter and learn more about specifically what you can do to make this winter cozy um yes we are in getting ready to enter the season of hibernation and i want you to be prepared for that but also just with things going on um, in our world and in the society today i really want you guys to be prepared for what everyone really believes is coming so please go listen to those two episodes if you haven't yet And you can follow me on Instagram to just get an idea of what I'm up to on a daily basis. Um, My Instagram handle is at the Funky Farm Girl. So please go find me there um, and we will be able to connect on a daily basis. Okay, so like I said, 
this week I've been prepping the garden for winter and right before I started I saw a reel on Instagram about not pulling up the roots of your plants and basically she was saying if you're pulling up the plants by the roots you're doing it wrong and I thought that's kind of weird why would she say that so then I went and I did some research and quite honestly it's it's a genius thing to say um, when you pull the roots up you're pulling out a nutrient-based system that could nourish your soil all through the winter it also helps hold your soil in place and it also when you pull that up by the root you're pulling a lot of soil with it so then not only are you having to replace nutrients you're having to replace soil um, so I really do recommend that you instead of pulling stuff out by the roots as you're cleaning out your gardens and getting them ready for winter you cut them off at the base and you leave the roots there this is fabulous news for me as I've been really really dreading pulling out my okra forest this year the roots on them last year were just extensive and to know that all I have to do is saw them off at the base is just so much easier and so much more beneficial for my soil so um, it's it's a great permaculture principle to leave things that nourish and and to let nature naturally do what it does and as those roots decompose they're really going to add things back into your soil um, you are not going to be left with a bunch of root balls that you have to deal with in the spring trust me on this um, cut them off at the base um, let them go back into the earth um, through the winter they will decompose and feed your soil uh, you won't have to use as much compost and other things um, you won't have to add as much soil back in because you're not losing as much um, it's just going to be super super beneficial for you to leave those roots so as I'm out there in my garden this week cutting off the plants at the base I really started thinking about roots and winter and the way that God just designed the garden and nature itself for these periods of growth and these periods of produce and then these periods of of shedding and then periods of rest and some of y'all are in a winter season of your life right now um, maybe it feels dead and unfruitful. Maybe you've just been through the death of some dreams. Maybe you're in a trial. Maybe you just feel stagnant, like nothing's growing. It's just kind of barren and blah, which is really how winter can feel to us um, in the world. So in our own hearts, there's definitely times where we feel that. And I want to encourage you today that sometimes God gives us seasons of rest and healing because he needs those things to happen before he can bring us new growth. When you go from winter into summer, you're going from a time where everything is cold and dark and there's no growth that you can see there's no visible growth growing on and then all of a sudden 
everything's blooming, everything's growing, everything's producing. There's more fruit than you know what to do with, and it's such a season of abundance. But before that happens, you have to prune some some things back. If you just let things grow wild and out of control, eventually they don't produce as much because you have more going into sustaining the plant than you do into producing the fruit. And sometimes parts of the plants die off or just being in the winter season causes things to die and you have to remove those dead things and get them out of the way or you don't have room for the new things that are going to grow in its place the following spring. And a lot of times there's a lot of growth that's happening out of sight. Uh, Let's go back to the example of the garlic that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. I'm planting those garlic cloves now. I may not see anything more than like a little inch of a sprout come up out of the ground between now and spring. But that does not mean that that garlic isn't doing anything. Because there's a reason and there's a purpose in starting it in the winter, right? Because the most critical and crucial growth period is during those winter months. The the winter season is what makes those bulbs bigger and stronger. Um, It's the difference between fall onions and spring onions. You can plant onions in the spring and they'll grow and they'll be adequate. But if you plant those, those onions in the fall or in the early winter, all that time that they spend in the ground during the cold, dead months of the year really strengthens and nourishes those bulbs and you will have much larger much more productive onions when you go to harvest them because they spent that winter season underground growing and being nourished in a way that no one else could see and so i think right now in culture in general it kind of feels like we're in the fall season going into winter um You think about the leaves falling off the trees and then we have systems around us just falling apart. I mean, just everyday things like school systems and what's going on with mandates for kids being vaccinated in order to be in school and um, some of the agenda that's being pushed and taught on our kids. Um, And so so many people leaving the public school system in order to homeschool Uh, you think about the supply chain and how it's just rapidly falling apart Um, and it's becoming more and more difficult to find certain things in the store Um, we have a lot of things that seem to be right now falling apart right it seems like everything we know is dying um Normal in American culture is gone. And we're not really sure what new normal looks like yet. But this is that season of shedding all the broken things. Shedding all the dying things. And we know from our gardens that 
You've got to get rid of all the non-productive, broken, upset systems before you can start fresh and get new growth, right? Because then when spring comes, the soil's ready to bring growth and everything bursts back to life. And I do believe that eventually we will reach a new spring for our nation. Every time of unrest brings about some type of change. Okay? And so while this time period can seem a little daunting and a little scary even, or um, it can seem like this entire country is just falling apart, um, actually sometimes things need to be destroyed and broken down before they can be built back into something newer and better. So be encouraged in that. Um, I encourage you to be patient because in this winter transition, um, there are things that we can be encouraged in as believers. And that is really the core of what I wanted to talk about today. Where are your roots? What are you rooted in? Are you rooted in these cultural systems? Are you rooted in consumerism and just being able to go and buy and get whatever you want? Are you rooted in being able to send your kid away for the day to school? Are you rooted in a job for your security? How are you rooted in your faith? How much time are you spending cultivating that relationship with the Lord? So, I want to give you a few verses today that I have come across lately in my quiet times and in our messages at church. Um, and as we're going through the book of Ephesians in, in our church and as we're studying the book of Hebrews um, as women in my small group, um, there are some themes that I see jumping out. And that is why I wanted to do this episode and why I didn't feel like it should wait. Because these are the things that the Lord is speaking to me right now. And I just really wanted to share them with you. So thinking about the concept of being rooted I wanted to read you this passage from Ephesians. And y'all, Ephesians is just, to me, one of the most beautiful books in the Bible. There's so much poetic and and beautiful language and imagery that's there. And y'all, Paul is the king of run-on sentences. And so, in order to read you this one sentence, I have to read you about four verses. <laughs> so, um, but he's praying for the church in Ephesus to have spiritual strength. And I think that right now in our culture, in the time that we're living in, we also need spiritual strength. Okay, so listen to what he prays. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that 
according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And so he's praying that they're going to have strength of power through the Holy Spirit, so that the Holy Spirit is going to send them power to give them strength for what they're walking through, so that Christ can dwell in their hearts and this is to make a home this is not just a passing oh yeah I asked Jesus into my heart when I was four this is Christ dwells there he is the primary thing that your heart lives for and when that's happening you're going to be rooted and grounded in love and rooted here is really an agricultural term. The, the Greek word that's used here is an agricultural term. And it really means to be firmly established. This is not just taking a seedling and going and planting it in your garden. And then at the end of the season you can like yank it up and be done. No, this is something that is rooted. This has deep, extensive root systems this is like the tree in your yard you can't go pull that tree up because those roots run deep right they're big extensive fat roots and those roots have been nourished and they've grown because of um, the things that they're tapped into right So, one of my favorite passages is in Jeremiah 17. And it talks about this being rooted. And it says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. How many people do we know that are placing their trust in men right now? How many people that we know that are trying their hardest to do these things in their own strength, in their own power. They're wanting to come up with their own solutions and their own way of fixing things. That man is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. So you think about a bush growing in an uninhabited salt land desert. Nothing grows where there is salt and desert is a desolate dry place how easy is it to uproot that bush to just yank it out of the ground it's not going to have deep roots it's not going to be grounded but then verse 7 says blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord whose trust is in the Lord He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, 
for it does not cease to bear fruit. So y'all, the heat is coming and we are in a year of drought. But your leaves can remain green because you are rooted. You are grounded in the love of Christ. You are rooted because you're you're depending on him and not on the grocery store or the school system or the government or a vaccine to fix anything or to save you. So then Hebrews chapter 6 I will list all of these verses that I'm sharing with you. I'll list the references in the show notes because I really want you guys to be able to dig into your own Bibles and read this for yourself. I don't want you to just take my word for it. Um, I firmly believe that the way that we grow and the way that we are rooted is to be in our own Bibles. You don't need the crumbs of what I'm offering you. You need the meat of the word. So I really encourage you to dig into these verses and do your own search on roots in the Bible and see what the Lord teaches you from that. So in Hebrews 6 chapter verse 7 it says for the land that has drunk rain that falls on it and produces a crop useful to those for whose sake it is cultivated receives a blessing from God. Okay, so this land is cultivated, and that means that it's purposeful attention and care. Okay, and how do we give purposeful attention and care to our relationship with the Lord? We, we need to be watered, you know, that rain that's falling. We're watered by His Word, by listening to Him. We receive from him through his word. And then we pray to him. And that keeps our connection with God um, open. And we're able to communicate with him whatever our concerns, our struggles, our fears. And then he cultivates in us this love of Christ that is rooted and grounded. And keeps us firm in our faith it strengthens our faith okay because when it's cultivated it's going to produce a crop that's useful to those who are cultivating it okay he's going to produce things in us we are not going to be in a dead season forever we're not going to be in a season where we're not growing where we're just stagnant and it feels like everything is dead and stale No, if you're cultivating this relationship with the Lord, especially in a time like this where you don't see growth and you don't see any hope, then that's going to produce something in us. The the Word of God tells us it will. And, And it's going to be a blessing from God. Okay? So we're going to receive blessing from Him because of the time we spend cultivating. So then let's jump over to Colossians um, chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. 
So how are we going to do this? In the midst of this kind of a world that we're living in, what are we supposed to do? How do we live this out in a day-to-day life? So, verses 6 and 7 of Colossians 2 say, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, go walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Okay? So, one, we got to soldier on. We got to continue walking in him. We don't falter. We don't turn around. We don't stop. We keep, we keep going. And then we can do that because we're rooted in him, right? And again, where do those roots come from? We're being fed through the word, okay? And those, those times that we spend in the word are what give us our deep roots. And that's going to strengthen us in our faith, okay? We're going to be established and built up in our faith. And that is going to make us abounding or overflowing in thanksgiving. Especially during this time. Uh, One thing I have noticed this week is generally the two things that are going on on social media in November is the debate between do we start celebrating Christmas now or do we have to wait until we've had turkey? Personally, I'm on the after turkey team. But you do you. If you want to celebrate Christmas for longer, go right ahead. That is usually a big debate. And then the other thing that you usually see is people doing daily posts of gratitude. Where every day in November they're posting something about what they're they're grateful for. I have seen a huge reduction in that this year. Where's the gratitude this year, y'all? Where's the thankfulness? Are we so focused on the struggles right now that we can't see the good? I really feel like that that abounding in thankfulness piece of this verse is really, really important. So, I want to encourage you to be overflowing with thankfulness. Okay, and then if you keep reading, you know, you're talking about being established in your faith, just as you've been taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Why? Because verse 8 says, the very next verse, See to it no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Okay, If we are walking in Christ, if we are rooted in him, if we are strengthened and established in our faith, if we are overflowing with thanksgiving, then it is going to be difficult to be taken captive by the philosophies and the empty deceit of the world that we're seeing right now. 
So if you are being taken captive by those things, big red flag, y'all. Go back to verses 6 and 7 and start there. Start walking with the Lord and strengthening your faith faith by being rooted and grounded in Him and in His Word and being overflowing with thanksgiving. And then we can't be we can't be held captive by the ways of the world because we're free from that. In Matthew 13, Jesus tells the parable of the sower. And if you're not familiar with it, um basically there's a farmer who goes out and he sows seed. And some of the seed falls on good soil and it produces a crop. And some of the seed falls on rocky places and it springs up but there's not very good roots and so it withers and dies some of it falls on thorns and it's choked out it can't grow and some of it falls on the pathway and it's trampled underfoot and it doesn't ever produce anything but when Jesus is explaining this parable to the disciples. In Matthew 13, 20, he's talking about what all of these mean. And he says, as for what was sown on the rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. But he has no root in himself. But endures for a while, and when tribulation and persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. Okay, y'all, we, if we're not rooted in him, if we're not established in the faith, if we're not walking with Christ, then these persecutions and these times of, of distress that are on us now are going to cause us to fall away. Because we don't have roots. Those roots are so important, y'all. And where do we get those roots from? Well, like we were talking about in Jeremiah 17, being a tree and not a bush, a tree that's, that's got deep roots rather than a bush in the desert that's, that can easily be pulled up. Because if we're a tree, we're rooted and grounded in him right you can't yank a tree up how does a tree get those roots water and who is the living water Jesus so I want to end with Psalm 1 1 through 3 blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked don't listen to the way of the world nor stands in the way of sinners don't don't hang out don't don't be there or sits in the seat of scoffers and this includes sitting on your computer and arguing online but his delight is in the law of the lord and on his law he meditates day and night and when he refers to the law of the lord y'all he's referring to scripture okay 
when our delight is in the word and when we're in the word on a daily basis, then what's going to happen? He is like a tree, verse 3, planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. So I want to encourage you guys to stay rooted. In the midst of all this crazy going on, in the midst of this fall season of the world where everything is falling, Everything seems to be shedding or changing or going crazy. The solution is not to yank it up by the roots. Okay? Stay rooted. Now is the time to clear out the dead things. Now is the time to prune back what's not productive. And now is the time to rest in him and continue to cultivate those roots because in cultivating those roots you're going to see tremendous growth come because like I said a lot of growth happens underground in these winter seasons those roots are going to nourish you Those roots are going to keep you firmly established. They're going to keep the soil of your heart from washing away. From being uprooted. So I really, really pray that all of this is an encouragement to you. And I want you to know that if you'd like to talk to me further about any of this, I would love to be connected to you. I have a new email address, the Funky Farm Girl Podcast at gmail.com. I'll put it down in the show notes for you. You can also find me on Instagram at the Funky Farm Girl and send me a message there if you would like to connect with me about this episode or any of our previous ones. I hope that today has been an encouragement to you and What I want most to say is stay rooted, get in the word, stand firm. This is just the winter season, y'all. Spring will come again. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.